0: Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slaying Self-Dog Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. Here on the Slaying Self-Dog Podcast, we get together every week to take a deep dive into my life and yours while I remind you that you are not on this journey alone. We will talk about everything from God to Brat Reality TV. Together, we will find our fears and slay them. Madden Shate Jones is a wellness advocate, people connector, and professional communicator. Over the last decade, Madden has leveraged her influence to reach women across the country by curating social and educational wellness experiences. Her current venture, Love Madden, combines all that she's gained through her education, her life's work, and her personal testimony to bring women together in circles of mutual support and healing. Love Madden encourages others to intentionally unplug and meet their people around a table. She is way a war against fear and encouraging a generation to overcome isolation and self-doubt in favor of community, joy, and gratitude. Welcome to another episode of the Slain Self-Dog Podcast. I am here with Madden Jones from Love Madden. Hey Maddie, how are you?
1: Hey buddy, how are
0: you? I am so good. Thank you so much um, for agreeing to be on a podcast. For those of you all who Absolutely. don't know, Love Madden is its own podcast and its own beautiful thing. So you guys definitely have to Thank check you. that out yourself. So I've definitely once I definitely want to start off saying I'm super proud of you and I enjoy every bit of that podcast like you all you give me my whole life.
1: (laughs) Thank you thank you girl and I'm so excited to be on the Slaying Self Doubt podcast um, and just for this opportunity to to collaborate so I appreciate you for inviting me to to join.
0: Oh you are welcome so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and Love Madden what is what is Love Madden all about?
1: Sure so my name is Madden Neshate Jones so Love Madden is um, just an extension of me doing work that has come from my heart Um, Love Madden is really about bringing healing through hospitality. Mm. Um, I have been through things in life, like many women have been through things in life. And I found that um, what has sustained me and what has pushed me forward, um, aside from my faith, is really having a safe space to be vulnerable and share with others. And I just think in the modern day, we don't have that space because we connect in over DM or text message or quick chat here and there. So Love Madden is really about opening our doors and bringing back the art of hospitality as a means to have real time to break bread, share stories, share our truth, you know, be vulnerable, and then learn and grow.
0: It's so interesting that sometimes I'll tell people, they'll say, I haven't talked to you, and I'll be like... I've been texting you all <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: day and, and in my mind I had, I've don't I've i been in commu- I've, I've been in contact with you that is communication right. but there's something different about hearing someone's voice and you know being able to in um, person with
1: somebody yeah
0: being in person or even being like just us being on the phone with each other sometimes you can tell by a That's person's right. voice you can tell tone by voice. their tone of mm-hmm. voice and how their voice changes and definitely in person you can somebody can tell you they fine and you can look at them and be like girl no you're not not. like
1: that's right yeah it gives us it gives us a false sense of connection so Mm. because we touch a base because i'm seeing pictures of you know what you ate this weekend and all this stuff i feel like i'm keeping up with you but behind those pictures this person could be anxious this person could be depressed this person could be struggling this person can be going through something and i'm supposedly her friend i'm supposedly somebody in her inner circle and i have no idea so you know we we gotta get past that
0: yeah that is so so true so how has slate um I was going to say slang self-doubt. How has self-doubt shown up in your journey to just get to where you are today?
1: Um, I think my journey is similar to a lot of other women. I think it's something self-doubt is something that creeps in. I think Mm. a lot of women of our generation, millennials, most of us, um, came after sort of the post-feminism era. So we were kind of raised as young girls to to know that we could, you know, we could do most things. A lot of us were encouraged to achieve. A lot of us had this sense of like, perfectionism and you know yeah. you gotta be work with excellence and all of this stuff so i think self doubt looks different for us than it did for maybe our mothers or grandmothers generation mm-hmm. i think it's sneakier for us
2: yeah. i think it creeps
1: up in our quiet time mm-hmm. so we're you know we appear as though like we we're doing this we're doing that we've got these jobs we're handling business at home we're wives we're mothers we're professionals um but when it's time to just be by our ourselves, I think sometimes we're like, we have this imposter syndrome, we mm-hmm. have fears, we have anxieties, mm-hmm. and they, they rear their ugly heads um, a lot of times, right? We're on the, on the brink of doing something great. So an example, and you know, you might relate to this, bunnies, where you decide, you know, well, let me start a podcast. Mm-hmm. I have something to say. I have something I want to share. That's self-doubt. And I've heard you talk about this as well. It's kind of like, well, who am I to be a right. voice on this? Who am yeah. I to be an authority on this? So <laughs> Yeah it's like really when we're on the brink of something great, when we have something that God's gifted in us to share with others, that's when it shows up. Um yeah. so that's been my story as well. I have before Love Madden, I have um a project that I did with my my good friend and my co-host Teneal Daniels called Citrus and Sugar. And before that, uh four of us um including Teneal and two other girlfriends, we had a women's wellness nonprofit um that operated out of DC, New York, Atlanta, and Chicago called Divas and PhD was making people healthier. And so for me, that trajectory going from being with a group of four other women mm-hmm. as co-founders to two people to now doing something solo mm-hmm. is me kind of stepping away from that self-doubt and trusting myself
2: yeah. as a
1: voice and as a champion. So I'm, I'm, it's a journey, but I'm, I'm getting closer to really being able to say, you know, Maddie, you got this
0: yeah and it's using the stuff that we already do on a daily basis you know everybody knows at the beginning of this journey I definitely was kind of definitely was like who am I who's going to listen who's going to relate who's Mm going to be able to and then I didn't know that um, someone else said something to me in a different interview about knowing the power of your voice and Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it until other people started coming to me and saying like thank you for saying the things that I think about where in my mind I felt like Like, you know, I'm the only person going through this. I'm the only person who deals with this because... We're not talking about it. <laughs> you right. you are the only person because you ain't tell nobody that you, you, you're not. You're the only one who right. knows that that's what you're thinking. And so, yeah, absolutely right. Like when you're on the brink of doing something, that it will creep up. I know in the beginning, people were like, oh, you should have interviews. And I, I don't want to do that, you know, because then it made, mm-hmm. to me, I felt like it made me be, again, like an, an, I'm, I'm not an expert in this area. And I don't know if anybody else wants it. I wasn't comfortable at the time to tell my own story let alone ask somebody else to be vulnerable be with this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, I can do this. And I yeah. love it. And people are enjoying And I get, like, one of the things uh, about me that, also I learned in this kind of, this journey is that I get recharged when I have these conversations with people. Um, I yes. noticed it in my small groups. Like when I meet with, um, the people in my small group, the ladies in my small group, I leave there even though it'll be like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, I'd right. be awake for another two hours just like off their yeah. energy. And so yeah. doing this is like, this is like healing for my own soul right like because I'm That's I'm right. able to just kind of work through it so I always say like this is therapy me talking to myself but when I'm doing this with other people like it builds up my courage to be able to do it again next week and do it again the week after That's that right. so
1: it's part of the premise for Love Madden that, you know, isolation is a precursor to Mm. self-doubt. When you are just talking to yourself, you're in an echo chamber. So if I'm talking to myself and I'm saying, Maddie, you you don't have this. You're not an Mm -hmm. expert. You can't champion this. Nobody wants to hear your voice. Then what I'm hearing back, the sounding board I'm hearing back is just myself. I'm in an echo chamber. But the minute... I invite one person into that conversation with me. Then I can hear a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that that turns on a light. And then a second person. And then now I become a sounding board for that other person. So with Love Madden, we encourage people to to gather in their homes, to get together in small groups, such as four or five. Um, And I can talk a little bit more about this later, too, as we kind of dig into what it looks like. But it gives us an opportunity to really slay self doubt mm-hmm. to use your phrase mm-hmm. you know by by being vulnerable by opening up and by sharing which is not an easy thing for us no. to do we're trained yeah. and we're trained and raised not to so yeah. it's really countercultural right yeah.
0: right yeah absolutely yeah. so what is something that you've learned about yourself doing this journey that you you didn't know before
1: um wow i've learned a lot of things about myself but I think one of the most impactful is realizing the level of influence that I have mm. and the responsibility that comes with it. Wow. I think self-doubt tells us, you know, you, you impact your family and maybe your friends and that's really it. Yeah. But what I'm learning through my journey is that it's broader than that, that mm-hmm. I'm reaching women, I'm reaching young girls. Um, there are ripple effects to mm-hmm. our impact and, how so tied we together we are as a community and as a village. Um, and so I've learned that my voice is powerful. Yeah. Um, and so there's a responsibility that comes with it. So am I going to speak truth or am I just going to be out here talking about whatever? So yeah. just that responsibility and the power that comes with, with my voice and my influence.
0: Yeah, I think that's very important because I don't think that people, we say it all the time and, you know, it sounds very cliche, like, you know, people are connected to your purpose. But
2: Mm-hmm. They
0: are and you don't know mm-hmm. how you're connected and until you actually act and until you actually move. And, you know, um, I share with you offline that I had my own gathering and you know, yes. the conversations that were happening were these are with women that I've been friends with for over twenty years and um, we just we did the surface thing for a little bit and then we mm-hmm. really just like went deeper to the point that we all shared something and and like you said like you're talking to your girlfriend you're like what like why you ain't telling no me idea. you know you I didn't know that that's what you were going through or this is what was happening and you want people to feel comfortable in like um You know, creating these spaces. And I know that's what Love Madden is about like these gatherings Mm -hmm. and these small groups Mm -hmm. and being able to have these conversations so that the other person feels safe with you to tell you the thing that is at the pit of their stomach, the thing that's giving them that anxiety, the thing that they pray about every single night. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I took away from that, that after we had it, I ended up sending a message to them saying like, you know, I pray for y'all in general um, because I pray Mm -hmm. for everybody, but I want to be specific. Like, tell me what you want me to pray for and I will do that. And they responded back and told me exactly. And I did. I wrote it down and I got a little prayer box and I put that thing in there and I said, (laughs) you know, God, you do your work. Because I know what you do for me, so I know you can do it for them. And to me, I felt like it changed the game. At that moment, it changed my relationships with them where I was like, We're gonna have to do this. And yesterday I was on the phone with one one of those girlfriends. It was on the phone for like mm-hmm. three and a half hours, just going deeper. Yep. It's like one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, okay, sure, I got to I got to go to sleep. I know I don't have no <laughs> <It's, laughs> <it's crazy> sleeping <laughs> too,
1: because it's like when you reach out to these friends and say we should get together, everybody's well intentioned, but it's like, well, I can't do this. I can't do yeah. it to the third Thursday in April and what? I can't do it to the da-da-da-da-da. And I think the older we get and as we have, you know, children and other priorities Mm -hmm. and other commitments, we lose that. And I really think that that is just a sign of us as women not prioritizing ourselves Mm,
2: Um,
1: because I have a hard time believing that you don't have, because we're gathering that I encourage people to get together for two hours. I have a hard time believing that yeah. you don't have two hours between now mm. and, you know, the third, the third Thursday in April. But mm. the thing is, we're always looking for the perfect timing and they yeah. it in this kind third. Yeah. And I think when we prioritize it, if somebody said you got to drop something else to make this happen, because your wellness, your, yeah. your mood, your mental capacity depends on it, yeah. you would make it happen. Yeah. And so I'm encouraging people to say, this is not a, um, a nice to do. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, our lives depend on this this human connection. We got to make it happen. Yeah. So this is not like a cute brunch date that we're scheduling for Mm -hmm. the first week in May. This is like, no, we need to come in here and get real and get together and let some of this burden off of our shoulders
0: yeah I think that's so that is so important of like making it a priority because you you do have other things going on and um, I'm reading this book for one of my small groups Um, we're doing a girl stop apologizing and one of the uh, by Rachel Hollis and one of the excuses is that I don't have any time and she says everything that's in your calendar you put it there so if you don't right. have no time, That's it's because it. you have not That's allotted for it. That's on you. Yes. So if you spend yes. two hours on Instagram, which we all do, That's you, right. you tell me you can't spend two hours, you can't trade that time to be with your, your friends or be, with, be in That's community right. with other people. So it's about it being a choice. So um, mm-hmm. with that being said, you know. One of the things that we struggle with, I I believe, you know, I'm just going to say for me personally, because um, sometimes I don't think I've realized, like... (laughs) I know it sounds very like high school, but like how popular I was um, because, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, you go to high school, middle school, college, you make work friends, you make church mm-hmm. friends, you make wife friends, you make gym mm-hmm. friends. You got all these different people. Right. And I'm a person that like I feel like I'm like the the middle person. I've always been like the middle person where I get along with everybody. Right. So. OK. Yeah. Really there's lots of things that you have you'd have to do something to really get on my list um, but your for temperament. The, yeah. yes I'm 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 just cool like I can say right. that because I know right and, it's, I know and it's true. It is, yeah, thank you thank you um <laughs> and so you build these relationships and so you have your high school friends you got your college friends you got your your family that are friends that you enjoy spending time with outside of your immediate mm-hmm. family but your your right. cousins or your cousins, you know you yeah. got your work friends who's like oh we can go to Happy hour. We can do this afterwards. And then you got you you creating all of these groups, right? And then let's say you get a new job, or you're uh-huh. in a new relationship, and the you know, the person that you're with has friends who their date, you know, their partners. And then you like, oh, y'all should y'all should get together. And I'm mm. the type that I'm like, <laughs> no thanks, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I already got 25 people that I got to, you yeah. know, maintain these relationships. I don't have time to pour into anybody else, depending on the situation. Or you go into a job where really work is, I, I notice it the most. Um, because you spend the most time there and people are very limited on their relationship. Like, it's just about work. We're not friends yeah. in real life but it's like but yeah you are kinda you know right, what I'm saying right. so the question today is like how do we build healthy relationships with other women because sometimes it's a matter of unhealthy relationships that we've had before and mm-hmm. um, now we're going into, you know we're older and we're a little bit more mature and we want to do things mm-hmm. a little bit differently but we like it does
1: work yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Being it, all this it does work.
2: <laughs>
1: it is and I and I everything that you're saying resonates with me and so a challenge that I've kind of set for myself personally is to evaluate my existing relationships and see, am I showing up as the friend that I need to be to the friends that I already have? Wow! So like you said, we got the gym friends, the wife friends, the mom friends, the high school friends, the middle school friends. And we, you know, we use this term friend lightly, but like, am I showing up as a friend? Do I know what's going on in her life? You know, am I somebody that she could call? Have we grown apart? Am I just keeping her on the friend roster because we've been friends since the ninth grade,
2: you know,
1: is this is this person am I light in this person's life? Is this person adding value and light to my life? You know, mm. is is this a front of me? Is there tension there? So like yeah. before I go on expanding my reach, what my my challenge I set for myself is that I want to go deeper before I go wider. Yeah, so that was another part of the impetus for, these gatherings and getting together it's like I got all these friends but how often do I see them Mm. at your annual birthday gathering you know what I mean like if you have one (laughs) if you have one so when am I really building relationships so that's the first thing that I would say okay Um, and then I think it's also important to kind of know and I think we do this especially as we mature know what friends what seasons Mm. what um what activities we associate certain friends with so we do this subconsciously. You know, we got our church friends that we're churchy around. Yeah. We got our uh, happy hour friends that we know we can meet for a drink and a laugh and a good time and yeah. cut up with. You know uh-huh. what I mean? We got our mom playing to we event about mom stuff with. So yeah. I think that that's important to know. But I think it's important to look across, cross section of all these different groups and say, you know, who from my groups is somebody that I want to get deeper with? Who is somebody that I had a spark with or a connection with or Mm -hmm. who shares something with me that I want to get together around? So for me, uh, my group that I gather with on a monthly basis, I am sort of the connecting factor. One is a friend from high school. One is a friend and a sorority sister from college. And then one is a friend from post-college. But all of us, um, all of them separately, when we were kind of earlier on in our Marriages. I would have conversations here and there with about marriage and mm-hmm. seek advice from some of those who were married before me, and then yeah. you know a couple of them was married after. And I was like, I'm having all these separate conversations, and I'm telling the one girl, oh, well, my one girlfriend was coming <laughs> me this advice, <laughs> from my-. and then I said, you know what? Why don't we all just get together? So for me, the thing that drew us together was a particular season of yeah. marriage. But now that we've grown as friends, yeah, and these people did not know each other before. We have grown together as mothers, as professionals. We talk about entrepreneurship. Mm. We have become a solid group of friends, and we're not all people who who went to high school together yeah. or grew up together. So sometimes you can be a connector that sees a need amongst different friends and says, you know what? Come over to my house. Let's get together. You know, I'll make some lemonade or some tea or some drinks or some cocktails or whatever, and let's let's connect. Be a yeah. connector. So I yeah. would challenge people to be a connector.
0: That is good. Yeah. Yeah. That-
1: yeah. So, yeah, so so just like you said, before going into the new friendships, really looking at the friendships that I already have. And then with the new ones, letting those things grow organically. Just because my husband says, I want you to hang out with my best friend's wife, don't mean she's a good fit for me. <laughs> right, and that's right. That's okay. Yeah. That, and that's all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be friendly without being friends.
0: Yeah. And I think that there right. has to be a distinction with that because I think that so many people assume um, that you have to be in relationship with people and it's like for me, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I have a choice. You can't, you yep, you ain't about absolutely. to force me. Like that ain't, it, it won't work. That, that, that is, is me. Awkward,
1: in every, yes.
0: You like, so. so.
1: <laughs> now the alternative is, you know, I have one good girlfriend that I met through my husband and one of his friends and we've grown to be, you know, really, really close friends and good friends. But Um, one or two even you know but then there are some that it's just kind of like I see them at gatherings and we talk we connect
2: Mm -hmm. you know hey
1: sis over dm whatever here and there but there's not a lot of depth and you're not going to have depth in all the relationships yeah and that's all right
0: yeah and I think that you like I think one of the biggest things you said about knowing the season that you're in um, because everybody's Mm -hmm. season is different you know with the even when you think when you're saying like across all of your friends and across all of your relationships when everybody's having kids, those people mm-hmm. connect when everyone's mm-hmm. getting married or have already mm-hmm. married, those people connect, you know? And so, um, it's just, I think it's also being mindful of, you know, though, you know, being mindful of that and where you are. And then, like you said, um, where people are in their lives, sometimes that shifts too. Like if there's no progress mm-hmm. with some people and you are progressing there are times where you're like, "Yeah, we just not we not on the same level right now." Or yeah, at not, least not right journey, now. Yeah, like, my journey's here taking a
1: different turn. Right, and
0: mm-hmm. I'm I'm going left. She going right, and it's all good. Like I think for yep. me, sometimes I have like this. I'm I'm clear on the friends that I have are the type of friends that um, mostly all of them are just the, like they're the same way I am. Like I don't have to talk to you every single day. I don't have to see mm-hmm. you, and there isn't a huge requirement. But when we get together. Right, we're, we're all in, we are it's dedicated, we're back, on. We, we, it's back yeah. on, it's not like, and I think some of the things that I had to realize about myself is that depending on the relationship, because some relationships, are, people I talk to every single day, um, depending on it, it, on, on it, I always kind of use the word of like valuing it, how much I value that relationship. And so then it mm-hmm. determines how much effort I put into it. If I, like, if right. I don't value it, not to say that I don't value the person, but that relationship isn't maybe not necessarily in my top five, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know,
1: I'm in only, that particular season. Yeah,
0: in that particular mm-hmm. season, I may not mm-hmm. give it. No, you're not. You may not come to the gatherings. And I, however, we break bread and however we get together, that is, it's okay. But there's some people that's who
1: perfectly that's okay.
0: a, that's they're uncomfortable with that, right? And so for me, sometimes I don't do well with that. Like with people who are like, well, but. You do this with that person. And then and I'd be like, see, that that that, that stopped me dead in my tracks. And
1: yeah. I'd be and like, nope. That's, and that's, the, kind of, uh, that's, that's <laughs> the kind of thing that I think is important to be able to communicate um, with people. I had a, a young lady who had me come out and facilitate a gathering in her home. That's something I've, that I've been doing more. Um, well, kind of help people you, you facilitate, you facilitate yeah. Yeah, okay, then. okay this is new so I've come <laughs> and I've, I'll help do the first one I'll help lead it and it helps people kind of gain the confidence to so number one see how it looks I've been yeah. thinking about doing some video recording so people can see how it looks yeah um and then go from there so when I went to facilitate did it um I've done about three or four um in the last month and I we did a prep nice. call beforehand to talk about thank you like how who to invite and all of that and girl, she had like twenty people on her list, sure. and I was like, <laughs> it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work because this is an event. We can't, we can't get deeper in two hours. We're gonna just be all going around the circle saying hi, who our name is. Right, right, right. And it's right. Be over. Yeah. So we want to respect people's time. So I said, we have to make those hard decisions. When we, and we went through the whole thing of, well, if I invite her, then she's gonna say, or if wow, I invite yeah, this, then I have yes, to invite that person. Yes and, yes. and we, I know we go through that when we plan planning, you know wedding guests and events and things yeah. like that. Like, If I invite this person, I have to invite this person. Mm -hmm. And I want to say to you right now, you don't have to. Yeah, You you have the right to connect with your friends however you want to connect with those people in that season. And then they have the right to feel however they feel about that. I think the most important thing is to communicate and to say, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is who I want to invite to, you know, to this particular thing. If you feel some type of way, you want to have a conversation with another person about it, which you don't owe them, you can still connect with that person. In whatever way you think is best for you and that person. But sometimes when you think about group dynamics, mm-hmm. it's important to know that somebody can walk into the room and, and brighten it up, and somebody can walk into the room and suck the yes. energy right out of it. Yes. So it is important to be mindful. This isn't when you're having these gatherings, this isn't the same as, you know, my birthday party or casual Mm -hmm. brunch. This is something meaningful and intentional. So it is okay. I'm giving everybody permission to be selective about,
2: who you know, the mix of
1: energy of who's there and to know that that is all right. And it's something I struggle with with myself. Like, you know, how am I going to get down to four people? Right. But (laughs) what I typically say is invite six or seven. And you will see probably by the second or third time you meet who that core group is who continues to meet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree Mm -hmm. with that
0: because the people who... The people who need to be there will be there they once they realize. Yeah, they will make once they realize what it really is. Um, yep. Then they will they will do the necessary work and say, no, I got to show up because this is right. this it recharges me. It gives me yeah. energy. I need to I be need in this space. I need like that yeah. so, for some people. That's their therapy. They may not feel comfortable that, that actually is. going to therapy, so they use that that time frame to be able to pour into others or have people pour into them. So I think that 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 is very important to be able to say that so how in these gatherings are you um how do you create a safe space to be able to especially when you're like you said in earlier about bringing people in from different areas of Mm -hmm. friendship or bringing Mm -hmm. somebody new in or whatever the case may be like how you know when you already have trust and you already have a relationship with the the girls that you're with like the um girls that I was talking about earlier those are my college girls so I've known Uh each other since 98 so we've been through lots of stuff together so us being vulnerable is easy that's like it's light mm-hmm. work for us because we've already been mm-hmm. there. But when you're picking and saying no, I I need you from here and four and five Three. come with me and twelve, right. you know, <laughs> no, so you, you can't, can't go. go. go.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I found that surprisingly, it's easier for us to become vulnerable quickly with people who we don't have history with because she don't know me like that. She's not going to judge me like that. Wow, yeah. She don't remember who I slept with junior year or yeah. she don't know that I was this way or that way or whatever. So I'm able to kind of start that relationship from afresh So. I find that some people have found it easier to really open up and be themselves with people that they're not as close to Mm -hmm. versus someone who is their cousin and might go back until they auntie or was that in the group or whatever, you know? So that's one thing that I've noticed. My assumption was the same at first, like it's easier to be vulnerable with people you're close to because Mm -hmm. you've built those relationships. But sometimes it's easy to open up to people that you don't know as well. Um, so, um, on the website, um, um dot com, I have what I call the, um, the starter kit. And in that starter kit, I have a document called the gathering guide. And that gathering guide really lays out how to set the tone and environment. Um, I have a planning checklist as well for your gathering. Everything for the person who says, listen, I want to do this, but I'm not really a hostess. Everything mm-hmm. from setting your table, what to talk about. I have table topics. I have recipes that are quick and easy. Most of them are less than $20, under 20 minutes that you can make Yep, when you subscribe. Um, I have all of those things um, listed on the website. And then for the day of, I have a gathering guide. And so there are a few things that I ask people to do. Number one, we start with the food and drink. So because people mind is on eating Mm -hmm. and we wait to get the food (laughs) together and it becomes a distraction. So we start with the food and drink. We lay it out. We we talk, we grab our drinks, we get comfortable.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Once everybody's kind of comfortable, I ask the people gather around the table. I know sometimes we sit on sofas and we got TV on in the background or whatever, but I ask the people gather around some kind of table because the food really breaks that breaking bread piece is the centerpiece. And then there are a few steps that I do at every Love Madden gathering. Number one is we have a parking lot. If you have any projects, tasks, worries, fears, argument with your baby father, whatever, whatever is on your mind, something that you have do at work or your child science fair project or whatever you were working on before you came in, I ask everybody to write it down on that piece of paper and physically put it somewhere so that that's not on your mind during the event.
2: Wow! I also
1: ask that people take their phones and turn them upside down, or whatever you need to do. I don't collect them or nothing. Like we're all grown, but something that takes your phone and turns that distraction around so that you're not looking and letting your significant other or whomever is responsible for your kids or whoever's responsible at work or whatever that I'm going to be unavailable for the next two hours.
2: Yeah, Yeah, and then from
1: there we go into some breathing, deep breathing exercises. We do a quick assessment where, you know, when you ask somebody, how are you doing? If I ask you how are you doing, what's your nine times out of ten, what's your response going to be? I'm good. If I say, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. fine. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we have something on the guide that says taking taking how you're doing deeper than just I'm good or I'm fine. So we look at um, seven different areas and we ask people, well, how are you doing in your finances? How are you doing in your um Health. well y'all go deep off the break <laughs> and we go deep <laughs> immediately and what we do is we rate it we rate it from one to ten so we're not going to talk about all those things but if anybody has an area where they feel like they're doing a one or a two yeah that means she's hemorrhaging in that area mm, so mm. before we before we go into the table talk you know you can't park this because right now you're this is something your entrepreneurship or whatever one of yeah.
2: those areas
1: we can say let's let's touch on this real quick. So yeah. we'll go around the four of us, and each of us will touch on that thing that's really burning our heart. And then we'll talk about the table topic for the month. And um, you can either come up with your table topic on your own if you have something that you know is relevant to that group that maybe's mm-hmm. been coming up in your group chat, or something where y'all are like, oh, we need to talk about this later. For me, I um as a service, if you're subscribed to lovemadden.com I share a monthly table topic every month and then it's something that Tenille and I also echo and talk about on the podcast so last month we talked about love yep this month we're talking about spring cleaning spring renewal so the table topic's have to do with that, so you can tell. You can send out the podcast to everybody beforehand, and we listen to it, and then it's easy when we come together. We already it's have something that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, perfect. That, that's yep. a great idea. <laughs> yep. So that's how. I, so that's how I help people set the tone. So I've done all the pre work for you. Yeah. So it's not awkward or it's not weird. It's like, okay, y'all, I'm following this paper. So follow it with me. You know. So it's not like, all right, here what we gonna do? Because that feels a little bit like, okay, everybody has to follow your directions. It's more like, uh, let's try this thing together. Here's this paper we're we're walking through it together and most people 9 times out of 10 are open and receptive to
0: right? yeah that's good. Yeah, that definitely. I, well, thank you for making it easy for us because <laughs> I know probably people are thinking like, "Uh, sounds great, but how am I supposed it's to do me. that?" It's not me. Yeah, <laughs> that 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to ask nobody about that because right. sometimes those are the things that, like, you know, you don't want to go. Like, you may be wanting to go deeper. So, um, and talking about, you know. Maybe had these relationships that we've already had, right? So when you say you go deep before, I, I you go deep before you go wide. Um, when mm-hmm. you're talking about that, and you, some, all of us could probably think of the person off the top of our head that we be like, mm-hmm. I already know she. If we go this, if I go this route, she going all in, right? <laughs> you're just right. like, okay. Yep. But then we yes. all know that, yeah. that the other person that she like, <sighs> yeah. I don't know if she going she might not say nothing. She like, this going to be like right. pulling teeth. She so have eyes yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, and be defensive. And why we got to talk mm-hmm. about this or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Yeah. So how do we break surface relationships with our current, as we're, you know, trying to figure out w- w- these relationships that we value, these relationships that you feel like maybe I need to be a better friend. Um, how do we go deeper with the people that we already know giving us surface?
1: It's an invitation. It's an invitation. She mm. can choose to accept or she can choose not to accept. That's not your burden. Yeah. Your job is to put out the invitation. It says, this is what I want to do. This is what I need in this season. I, and this is in your person I want to do this with. Mm. And most of the time people will say yes. But then after that first gathering or even beforehand, you'll see that they might not be ready. And if they're not ready, they'll make up a reason or an yeah. excuse. Yeah. You know, my son got a dentist appointment. My <laughs> stomach hurts. I was- <laughs> It's and 9.30 then, you know, at night. Time, like, yeah, where? Right. Where, where did you just go to the net um, So you'll start to see. We cannot take those things personally. Yeah. Because it really doesn't have a lot to do with us. All we can do is extend the invitation. Um, and, you know, a lot of times if they come the first time, they will come back because they'll see what it is and they'll see how comfortable it is. And there are mm-hmm. a few ground rules that I said, and it's in the gathering guide too about you know what's shared here stays here and confidentiality and respecting one another and all those things. We talk about those things before we start. Yeah. Uh, but if they're in a place where they still don't feel comfortable or they sit there and they listen and they they don't want to add anything, they'll they will solve the problem they'll, themselves. Mm. They won't come back.
0: Yeah, yeah. and so we then- had
1: that with we, uh, we extended our, just as a quick, like example, we extended our wives group to the husbands. Um, what we, we meet monthly. And then every quarter we have the husbands come and we mm-hmm. have these deep conversations with the men and us around Ooh. the table. Ooh. And the last time we did it, you know, my girlfriend, husband was like, had his arms folded. He was like, all right, what y'all, what y'all plan and what y'all want to talk about it, you know, Yeah. by the end of the thing. He was like, Uh uh-uh, uh, because hold on, I wanna be good right. I got so much to say added and all this stuff and she's yeah. like, like this was good. I got so much out of it. So sometimes it just takes people seeing how it how it unfolds and seeing another person be vulnerable yeah. to make you feel safe as well.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's key yeah. too—that you have to be you, you yourself have to be willing to go there as well. Because if yes. they don't trust that you're going to, like, because people ultimately think like they try and get into my business. They want right. to know what's and going. Right, she's not and, putting her stuff right, on the table. Right, she's not saying. Right. That. And so you got to be vulnerable too, and be willing to. It's not that's just so about real. opening up your home, right? You got to open no. up your heart so that they know that yes. you're being that's genuine right, about it as mm-hmm. well. Because I don't nobody. Like she that's blue. me <laughs> i'm not
1: yeah, i'm not going somewhere and somebody's like all right tell me i'm like ma'am you're not a therapist like well, you're not sharing <laughs> anything with me so <laughs> <I won't> be, <laughs> right no, uh ma'am. no so it's mutual it is mutual that's, that's a very good point yep
0: yeah that is so good so what happened what would you say for those people who are um okay you you know um extended the invitation to the person that is um you know, you knew that was going to be surfaced. Let's say they came and it was just like, no. Um, But for you, you feel like, you know what? Uh, I am, I'm moving forward. And this is difficult for me because this is a person I've known since middle school. And, sure. you know, we've done some things together. How do you have the difficult conversation of, or do you have the difficult conversation? Or do you even have the conversation of maybe telling the person what it is you need for them and and also letting them know that they're not providing that at this moment and because of that, you have to move forward. Or does that or again, like I said, or is that even a conversation that you need to have? Cause I'm a person so I, who like cut people off, right? Like I just like, this ain't working. <laughs> I will ghost you. And Bye. that's that. And that, and I don't and yeah. and some of it is an uncomfortability because I feel like you don't you don't exactly intentionally want to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. But if yep. I'm if I say that like right now I'm in need of something deeper and this person who wants to invite me to brunch, wants me to come out to, you know, the birthday parties, invite me to their kids' parties, wants to hang out with you, you know, we going to do a power uh, Sunday. You know, they're involved in mm-hmm. my life, but mm-hmm. it's, everything is just surface and I need more and you're not mm-hmm. willing to give me that. Do we just stay because if you was in a relationship you'd be like slim i got to go this ain't work it's not I you it's me on. right it's not, it's Right. <laughs> um, how, how do so, we navigate that
1: so so first of all with the gatherings the expect the expectation is that we go deep pretty fast and everybody's not comfortable with that mm-hmm. so i would say continue to invite them out you know, at least two or three times. Everybody okay. is not going to be like the story that I said where they open up right away. Yeah. Some people, and there might be listeners who feel like this, I need to observe first. Yeah. I need to, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical. Yeah. You know, there's a yeah. lot of people like that. So we, we should honor that. Mm-hmm. If they come back a second time, that in and of itself is a sign that she's seen what we're doing. Yeah. She's seen that we're opening up. She sees the requirement of vulnerability and she's back. Yeah. So that right there says, I want to do this. I'm tiptoeing in. That's okay. You can hold her hand. Now, by the third time, that person should really start to open up. Typically, if somebody is not going to open up, she's not going to come back. Mm.
2: She's not going to
1: come back because she doesn't want to be there because she is uncomfortable. Mm. So somebody who has their wall up and their defenses up. So it really makes it simple because it takes the challenge away from you having that difficult conversation. Now, there might be some outliers where somebody don't want to be there but they're still coming back now that's rare because if Mm. somebody doesn't want to be there and they're not comfortable they're typically going to make an excuse but so if somebody is coming and their attitude is not meeting your expectation I say give them grace and give them time allow them to open up Mm -hmm. but if they if they are coming and then they're also verbalizing that they don't want to be there and they're telling you this it's not just coming across and kind of like how she's behaving but she's saying like she doesn't like it or whatever that's when I think it warrants the conversation and say look this is what I'm on right now this is something I need this is important to Mm. me I invited you to be a part of this but it only works if we all open up so if it's something you don't want to do I don't want you to feel any pressure so you know I would have the conversation from a standpoint of you're looking out for her if you're not comfortable I don't want you to feel any pressure no love lost we can still connect in another way but these gatherings that I'm hosting right now, I need these for my mental health. And if you want to be a part of it, I would love for you to be a part of it. But if you feel like you can't, that's okay. I yeah. still love you. Yeah. That's how I would broach the conversation. I wouldn't say, you ain't opening up, so you're not coming back next month. Right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And, and You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And so with these gatherings, okay, so you're doing these, um, so do you switch the, the, the people up? like Mm -mm. if you're doing these gatherings what this would be consistent these are the same people that you start with um, and and you just keep going okay and so what about if you had the friends that are like i want to (laughs) come start
2: your own start your own true that's what i've done yeah that's
1: what i've done so i've had people say like i won't be in your wife's club i'm a wife Mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what we've been meeting for a while now and we have these established relationships but definitely here go the resources here to do you can do it God, you can right, do, yeah. yeah. do it you
0: know yeah yeah that's yeah that's key cuz i think that you know some people have that you know fomo they they missing out right it's, everything sounds so great over there why why right. not you know let me why just can't add, I be a why part? can't I just be a part of it um so i think yeah. that i think the biggest thing that i i, I take I, i've taken away from this is that you know one of these gatherings are super important but you control who you want to be a part of these to be a part of this season and this moment with you to That's be correct. able to go deeper and it doesn't take away from your other relationships so even if right. you know you pick a person from each group um and you say these are the people I want to go deeper with you know that don't mean that we can't still go out <laughs> yeah Full or girls can't night. go
1: deeper in a, yeah. in a different in a different arena think about, yeah think mm-hmm. about your small group you have yeah. a small group that's a group of women y'all meet regularly y'all get deep on particular topics or read books together whatever that doesn't mean you still don't have Deep relationships with your college girlfriends, or yes. your cousin's group, or whoever. Yeah. So yeah. it's just another avenue, and yeah. everybody doesn't have to be a part of
2: it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I think well, mm-hmm. so then that y'all, I'm telling you, takes away the guilt. <clears throat> that, that, that just <laughs> that helped me a feeling like you know you don't have to be feel guilty about. It. And I think that we spend no. so much time with these friendships that do mean a lot to us, but we feel guilty about how we are navigating through them because you don't want to leave anybody out and you want to yeah. make sure everybody feels comfortable but if every you can't you have to be a willing participant and so if you already yeah. know that that's not that person's time or their season then you know um yeah don't you know don't put them in a situation to have to tell you no if you already right. you know because sometimes and you're just asking pa- just the ask <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah, just because you feel obligated. And yeah. What piles on the guilt sometimes is social media. So when people are having a gathering and everybody's taking pictures mm-hmm. and posting it, oh mm-hmm. my God, I had such a good time at my girlfriend's house, then it makes people feel left out. Right. The beauty of the Love, Madden gathering, and it's, it's probably been counterproductive for me to grow, to growing this movement because mm-hmm. social media is such a powerful tool, but I really value the intimacy and the privacy of those events. And I and I you know tell people your table doesn't have to be Instagram worthy, your Pinterest perfect. Yeah. You don't have to have no makeup on to come to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay if you want to post. That's up to you, but that's not what this is about. This is the one space where you can literally let your hair down and don't have to worry about somebody recording parts of your, you know, yeah. your your story and it being up on their your snaps or whatever. Yeah. You know, so I think that that helps with um, reducing and mitigating some of that FOMO because it's private
2: yeah nobody
1: even really has to know that you're having the gatherings outside of the people that you're meeting that you're with.
0: actually invited you yeah. know it's not a
1: yeah. secret but it's, it's it's not something that it's not like every it's, it's like everything else in our lives is free range to just be yeah. it post has a hashtag it has this it has that and i haven't i have not created any of that in the culture of these love madden gatherings it's yeah. intimate it's private it's old school
0: yeah and that's good yeah yeah even when you say that i just think about it sometimes depending on what it is that you're doing you're so if you're really engaged in it you don't even think about taking pictures you don't exactly. think about being in. Exactly. like i you know normally when i because we get together and so seldomly uh with mm-hmm. my girlfriend's <laughs> get it, we generally say oh we gotta take a picture but then on that night like we didn't, like, I don't, I couldn't even tell you where my phone was until, like, later on okay. that evening, whenever, like, just to say, y'all text me when y'all get home, and yeah. it was like, there was no picture of the food, there was no picture of the whatever, it was yeah. no picture of us sitting at the table, it was, it was literally mm-hmm. just us just being there, being in relationship with each other, um, and because it's, because those moments are deeper moments. And if you're having just like regular girls night, or if it's somebody's birthday, then okay, yeah, those people come or whatever. But I think Mm -hmm. that's the intentionality behind it to be able to say, okay, this is not (laughs) Insta story worthy. This is not what this is for. This is us coming together to have this moment that doesn't need to be shared with anybody. And it also helps with the, um, the uh you said one of the rules of like what what stays what happens here stays here you know so, yes. people yeah people feeling like
1: they can open up like, yeah people yeah. feeling like they can Cause they open ain't up they worried about yeah. nobody
0: like painting the room with the boomerang like I'm and you just say something you. that you know my marriage is falling apart and then you know and your husband exactly. is and stories and he's like what
1: <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend comes over she has her hair a deep conditioner and twisted you know and she got it under her wrap and she's like let's go because yes. she's not worried about you know what it looks like or whatever we're yeah. literally like in leggings and sweats just like eating our food chilling getting together and enjoying it you know
0: yes yes I love yeah. it I love oh, I love all of this it's just definitely um it makes you if it don't make y'all want to have a gathering y'all <laughs> I'm just telling you right now <laughs> because i this right here i i love the idea of you being you know facilitating it because i think that um some of the like you said not them not knowing everybody maybe not knowing how to do it or what it should look like Mm -hmm. and if it's your first time and just being able to really see you definitely yeah you need to add that to your uh
2: yeah
1: Your list of services. (laughs) I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. It's something that's kind of come up organically and it's like, okay, I see how this can be valuable to people. Another thing I've been toying with is doing a live gathering series this summer where um, people come and you know I host some gatherings with people and then once they see how it's done because they've come to this event then they go back and replicate it in yeah. their homes as well yeah. so that's another thing I've been toying with just allowing people to see what it looks like so thank oh, you
0: yeah that is yeah that I definitely think that that's a that's a great idea especially when um just because it's it's you, you think you know but you really don't know you know yeah and then once um, you do it
1: you feel it you yeah, know you experience you, it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different vibe so how can people connect with you how can they get in contact with you get these uh um these guys and this starter kit and and be able to really like um put their um start doing it now because you know it's, I know the coronavirus is putting a hold on some stuff, but once know, this, a lot this thing things. passes and prayerfully, mm-hmm. like everybody is good and we're ready to go, yeah. you know, I'm going to say yes. it's probably going to be late spring, early summer. Um, right we're, we're, we, yes yep. we're about to hit the the gathering season okay so yes
1: yes yes, that, yes.
0: like how can people get this information <laughs> so they can you know start let's like all summer long we we about to love yes. all getting summer. together
1: all summer long <laughs> i love that so my brand is my name and you know when you talk about self-doubt that's another thing that i really struggled with making my brand my name because mm. i didn't know if my name Ooh. you know if my name resonated if my name was enough so i love that i can say my brand is my name so my yes. name is madden m-a-a-d-e-n two a's one d and i'm love madden everywhere twitter instagram facebook um pinterest you name it and the website is love lovemadden.com l-o-v-e-m-a-a-d-e-n.com a -A A podcast is love madden i am love madden everywhere so my name is my brand and i'm grateful that i have the the um the self-assurance and the self-confidence and and uh, the faith to be able to kind of step out and move forward on that and i'm grateful that you have me here today Oh, yes.
0: Thank you so much. Yeah. They, they, listen, there's power in your name. We hear it all the time. Be yes. mindful of how you, you you know, what you name your children and understanding right. what that what your name means and that, that it, it means something, you know. And so, right. yes, your this is your name, your name will be in rooms and homes and conferences all over the yes. place so yeah that is yes. that is amazing I uh, again yeah. I'm very very proud of you I'm excited to Thank see you. where this is going to go you know I listened to the podcast Thank so you. when you were talking about doing gatherings and you were facilitated and it's an was talking about um, the birthday thing I was like you know what if I yes. just put them both together and then be like right. so can y'all just you know I turned 40 this year I'm going to need y'all just take both your brains and then do that for me because it's so love your part and you can- your part
1: <laughs> one of the part one of the events that I facilitated was actually a birthday party and so you know as much as I talk about taking the pressure off and not making things Pinterest perfect I do love a well-set table saying. Um, I do love a I I do love a good gathering that's just me you don't have to be like hi yeah. but I do love a nice little setup child so um, I have noticed more and more people are saying you know what I don't want a birthday party I don't want to host something in my home with my close friends and use my birthday as a means to host my first gathering so actually two out of the four that I've done were birthday celebrations. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that
0: definitely yeah. is. Um, yeah, it's definitely an idea like because that that's a great time because usually at your birthday your like a personal new year it's a per yes yeah, a personal new year and you're you're ready mm-hmm. it, it, especially if it's a big birthday like i'll be 40 yeah. so you thinking about okay this is you know i've been through some decades and i've been through some stuff, yeah. some changes has happened like this is a renewal right for me right, like right. you, you're just like I'm, I'm ready for the next phase of my life and um when you think about that you think about what does that look like is it do i want to go just to another brunch? Do I want to have a party? Do you know? You want to. And hopefully we don't still have this.
2: I mean, my birthday's at the end of me. You know,
0: right,
1: right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I got
0: some time, Lord. I got some time. But it, <laughs> it definitely added to my list of like, okay, let me start thinking about this over the summer. You know, because mm-hmm. my birthday's in November. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, put that down here. I heard them say that, and I'm like, let me remember yeah. what episode that was, number six. Yeah. So <laughs> if, in case they forget, <laughs> I can go back and be like, but you right. said in episode number six. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true though and it could be a both end you can still have your trip or your brunch or whatever else and still say and i'm going to do something a little bit more intimate you know on saturday or i'm going to do something a little bit more intimate at the end of the week so it's 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 definitely a great opportunity to do that so something to think about
0: yeah and i would also say i don't know if this is a part of it but when you said it out before because i I, i'm a firm believer in speaking it out loud you you might want to look into the other part of the the um with the marriage group and creating something Mm -hmm. for that as well, because Mm -hmm. I think that is something that is very needed um, because Mm -hmm. we, you know, a lot of times we talk as wives, our husbands talk to her, but being able to get together and being able to have those as a couple, to be able to have a, a real conversation and realize that, Either a, you know it doesn't look like you think it's gonna look, or b that we're not alone, like we're not the yep. only people struggling cool. in this in this area creates yeah. strength and it creates stronger relationships, so um you know, just you know put that down there too that
1: put it in, in my right journal put, put it, it in, in my journal, journal. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> remember I said with your name by right right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Maddie. I really appreciate it. I look forward to listening funny. to your podcast um, and From see here. what else you got going on and whatever else comes of um, this love, Madden. I know it's going to be great. Thank you so thank much you. for sharing your story with us and sharing um, how we can go deeper in our relationships um, to just be better better friends, ultimately, yeah. Um, yeah. for to ourselves as well. Like, if you're a good friend to somebody else you're being a good friend to yourself because you're setting the boundaries and you're setting the things that you need in order for you to grow so i definitely appreciate you creating this um for us to be able to um be better
1: thank you thank you for having me and for giving me a platform to spread the word i really appreciate it
0: oh you are welcome Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you would like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link in the show notes. Have a great week. See ya.